Welcome to The Sauce, a St. Louis restaurant podcast. I'm Liz Wolfson. I'm Mira Nagarajan. Welcome. 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 (laughs) (laughs) This week in eating, uh, Mira, what have you been eating and drinking this week? Well, I went to the Le Meridian Hotel in Clayton because they invited us for a media event, which is always fun to go to when we're able to go when we get invited to things, especially if we think it would make for interesting coverage. So full disclosure, it was a media event and it was free. I went there because they launched a new menu in conjunction with Tim Wiggins, who is one of the owners of Retreat Gastropub and Yellow Belly and Lazy Tiger. And he has started a cocktail consulting business. And the Meridian Hotel is his first client. Very and fun. so, yeah, it was really fun. I think the thing that I was most intrigued by was when I saw a picture in the press release, there was a blue cocktail mm. photographed. And Liz Wolfson is a big fan of blue drinks. I love a blue drink. <laughs> it's a very fun look. It's so unnatural. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, life is short. We must have fun. (laughs) And I was curious to try that. They have four new cocktails on their menu. One is called the Golden Hour Daiquiri, which is a rum-based drink. And it's got uh, Big Heart Teas, Sunshine Dust, Almond Orgeat, which is an almond-based liqueur, Mm -hmm. and Lime Juice. And that one was kind of like like apple pie-ish, but like elevated. I tried their translucent garden, which was gin, aloe vera liqueur, velvet falernum, and some lime. And that was very like clean, bright, very like, you know, grown up. And then I tried the glacial spike, which is the blue drink. That would be your order. (laughs) Not very grown up. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was... Honestly, it was my favorite one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It was Grey Goose Vodka, Pineapple Coconut, Blue Curacao, Lemon Juice, and Ginger Beer. And Mm. it was just a party. Mm. It was so good. And it had like a pineapple leaf in it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, as a garnish. Oh, so it like had the sort of spiky aesthetic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the last one was the Jasmine Chandelier. It had bourbon, jasmine-infused sweet vermouth, and bitters. And that was also very good. And that is running, that menu is going to be available through October 15th. Oh, very nice. So great summertime drinks. Totally. Yeah. The bar at Cafe La Vie, which is the restaurant at the Meridian Hotel or Le Meridian Hotel. It's a very classy looking place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of opulent looking. It's got very pretty golden lighting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of seating. So it's a nice place to hang out, especially in Clayton. Mm-hmm. If you're, it's a good stopover if you're going to dinner somewhere, if you're dining even at the hotel or whatever. But I think it's a, it's a fun menu to check out. And I enjoyed it. That's great. So fun. Um, Also in beverages, we tried Long Story Coffee and Claire B's. I mentioned Claire B's. I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. I mentioned that we would be trying the new Claire B's menu 
in their spot in Long Story Coffee in Belleville. And so we did. And the food was great from Claire B's, as always, which I can talk about. But Mira, do you first want to talk about the very fascinating coffee drink that we had? Yeah. So Long Story does the coffee. Claire B's is doing the food. Yeah. So they're doing a partnership, basically. And when I ordered the food at Clara B's and I was sitting and waiting to get the food ready. And so I was just waiting at the coffee bar and I kept seeing people ordering this nitro drink and um, they had like a nitro drink list with certain coffee drinks that they had on tap. I just got an espresso. I remember being really sleepy that day. And so I got an espresso, but Mm. then I kept hearing this nitro or barrel age or was, you know, all these different words being thrown out there. I was like, what are they talking about? And they were like, oh, it's the birthday cake, barrel aged oat milk, oat milk latte on nitro Nitro. tap. Yes. It's a mouthful, but I was like, curious about it because everyone was getting it and then i i asked them how they make it and they said that they put cold brew cookie butter some kind of vanilla i can't remember if she said vanilla extract or vanilla syrup and age it in a barrel and then they take it out and they mix it with the oat milk and put it on tap and it is it sounds like it's going to be super duper sweet but it was sophisticated because it had that barrel aged kind of thing going on that bourbon has yes so it had like this hint of sophistication it wasn't overboard sweetness it was Mm -hmm. just like if you put a packet of sugar in your coffee sure it was mild sweetness but it had like it had the cookie thing going on had the vanilla and then the barrel it was it was really good it was a great coffee drink. The nitro gives it a certain kind of frothy sort of, yeah. it, you know, it it's affecting the texture of it because it's pumping in, you know, this extra gas mm-hmm. into it that makes it frothy-ish. And then it has like all these different flavors from the bourbon and the barrel aging and the oat milk. So yeah, that was, that was really fantastic. And kudos to Long Story for... Have being so creative. Yeah, I'm thinking of that. <laughs> it was it was the staff favorite. Everybody yeah. was like, "You have to try it," and they let me sample it first. So then I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need a whole glass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Always love a sample. And then from Claire B's, we got some old faves. We got the grits and the pancake. We got the cinnamon roll, which was new to me. I think you had tried the cinnamon roll before. I think I had tried to get the cinnamon roll before, and it would constantly sell out. Oh, and I think okay. they call it a Texas-sized cinnamon roll. Oh, yes. It is quite large. It is very it's, big. Yeah. And I thought that the glaze was really good. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I don't know if it was like cream cheese or something. It just had like something extra in it yeah. that wasn't just pure sweet, which right. is also a good thing. But this one had something in it that I really liked. So in addition to the baked items, we also had the loaded breakfast burrito, which is available. So that has egg, chorizo, bacon, potato, cheese, avocado, and ranchero, which I'm guessing is the sauce. Mm -hmm. But it is also available as a vegetarian version, which is what we tried. Mm -hmm. And I think it was made with like vegan chorizo, plant-based chorizo. And I would assume just no bacon. 
I love a good breakfast burrito. And it really, it hit the spot. Yeah. When she was doing breakfast burritos and tacos off the truck, I remember she told me, Jody Ferguson, their chef and owner, told me that they were getting their tortillas from the HEB market. In Texas. In Texas. Yeah. I didn't confirm to see if that's what they were still doing, but I will note that the tortilla was very good. And then we also tried the fried bologna sandwich, Mm -hmm. which we were all very pleasantly surprised by. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're a bologna fan, you're going to love bologna anyway. But for someone like myself, who is not necessarily a bologna fan, Mm -hmm. a good bologna sandwich is a very pleasant surprise. It's again, it's the fried bologna sandwich, so it's not grilled, but it has cheese and egg on it in addition to the bologna. So kind of a breakfast sandwichy kind of thing. And then a pickled mustard seed aioli, which was chef's kiss. Yeah. Even our colleague Lauren Healy, who is a self-described non-mustard fan, mustard mm-hmm. non-fan. Liked, mustard hater? Maybe not hater, but like not a fan, not yeah. a fan. But she liked this. And yeah. I love mustard. So of course I loved it. It had like a sweetness and a vinegariness to it that mm. kind of, it didn't, it wasn't as sharp as it could have been. And yes. I thought that was what made it a little, more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Clara B's over now in Long Story in Belleville. Check it out. This week for our hit list, new, newish, and otherwise restaurants that we love. Let's talk about Sultan Mediterranean and the Grove. Well, I love Sultan. It was a best new restaurant in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I recently went to a graduation party at my friend's house. It was for her daughter. I remember walking to the party was at her home and she had set up this huge tent and I'm hearing this like very lively, very fun Arabic music playing and people are already dancing and it's like 530 or six (laughs) o'clock and I can smell the food like from far away. And as I'm walking in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be really good food. She's a great cook, but she did cater Mm -hmm. a number of dishes from Sultan. Dream. And it was such a great reminder that they do cater and that I love it so much and I I want to go more often. When I was at the party, I had their saksuka, mm-hmm. which is not to be confused with shakshuka. Mm-hmm. It is a eggplant dish that had it's like basically sauteed eggplant with um, peppers and onions, and then there are tomatoes in it, but it's more of like a glazy tomato sauce on the vegetables. That was amazing. They do a number of really great like mezes, like like hummus. Um, they have their baba ganoush is amazing. They you like their dumplings? Yes, yes. On their menu, they spell it munto. I'm familiar with these dumplings as manta from when I lived in Turkey. They're also sometimes spelled mantu. They're, it's all the same. It's all very similar. They're little dumplings, usually filled with ground beef, served in a... There's some yogurt on it. There's sometimes a tomato sauce. This one has a mixture of ground beef, onion, parsley, and then they make a Middle Eastern seven-spice blend with cumin inside of it and cayenne pepper. And 
they are really good. They're very tender. Yeah, they're super tender. I love that they are so sauced up mm-hmm. because it kind of makes it very bite to bite a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I will always order that dish. It's very near and dear to my heart. They do a beef, chicken, and lamb kebab plate, or you can get the mixed grill that has all three. And the meat is always very tender. It's seasoned so nicely. They have like a dry rub, I think, that they put on all the meat that is really delicious. And also, I believe, on their vegetarian kebab that has zucchini, mushroom, tomato, onion, and eggplant on it. And I've gotten that so many times because it's not good for being vegetarian. It is just good, full stop. Yes. And the they put that dry rub on it, and then they char it up, just like the way they treat the meat. And it's got these burnt edges, and it's so delicious. And it's such a great dish. I can't say enough good things about it. I also have had the Sultan Palau, mm-hmm. which is basically a spiced rice pot pie, mm-hmm. because it's basmati rice, with lamb shank, there's almonds, pistachio, raisin, walnuts, and carrots. And then they put this phyllo dough pocket on top and bake it. So when it's served, it's this golden dome of dough on top. And then you have this delicious rice inside. Yeah, great spot. I'm going to talk a little bit about Sugar Witch, shifting gears a bit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, um, Middle Eastern Mediterranean cuisine to to ice cream. (laughs) Sugar Witch started out operating out of an airstream in front of Olio in Botanical Heights, and they still have their little airstream, as far as I know, and will be selling their ice cream goodies out of it. But last year, they opened their own brick and mortar in Carondelet in the Patch neighborhood in the former Carondelet Bakery. And it's a historic bakery building, just like time capsule vintage bakery feels when you walk in the door. It's, you know, tile everywhere. It's so adorable. They've really cleaned it up and, you know, preserved all of the adorable vintage features, but made it look fresh and new again. And I mean, Sugar Witch is just essentially making among the best ice cream in town I would say the best ice cream novelties in town for sure. The ice cream sandwiches, thus the the witch and sugar witch is kind of their original core product and they name each one after different witch from mythology or stories. So, for example, they have the Ursula named after the infamous Ursula from Little Mermaid. My favorite villain. A perennial fave, which is vanilla ice cream, rainbow sprinkles, and a salty brownie. Simple, but OMG, out of this world. They use rolling lawns milk for all of their dairy things that they make. They do such a nice job. I don't know. Their milk, their cream, they supply a number of places and it's so reliable and it is really good. Yeah. It's always kind of uh, when you see rolling lawns listed, it's like a good sign. Yeah. They also have dairy-free options. So another of their core classic ice cream sandwiches is the Kiki, which has 
mango sorbet and toasted coconut rice krispies, Mm. which is both dairy-free and gluten-free. And then they also do push pops. They do waffle tacos, which is like, you know, you may know and love the Choco Taco, RIP. If you're a fan of the Choco Taco, which no longer exists, go to Sugar Witch, get a waffle taco. It will definitely scratch that itch. They currently have a banana pudding one, which sounds amazing. That does sound really good. Vanilla waffle, banana ice cream, banana shell, vanilla wafers, and caramel crunch. Like, love that. that. Yeah. They have queen cones, which is like a dipped cone. So currently they have a strawberry rhubarb pie flavor. I mean, it's so great. And then their seasonal ice cream, they have a number of seasonal um, ice cream sandwich flavors. So they have an Agnes, which is vanilla ice cream with a strawberry jam swirl, white chocolate sprinkles, and graham toffee. There's a Mildred, which is lemon ice cream with lavender shortbread. And now that it's warm weather, you know, where it's May, it'll, you know, summer's just around the corner. They have an adorable little like side yard with seating where you can go and take your novelties and just kind of hang out and eat your ice cream. And it's really lovely. I think that one thing I'll say about their sandwiches that I think is a standout feature is that their brownies remain really fudgy and soft Mm -hmm. despite being frozen. Uh So I, I, I love a ice cream sandwich, but sometimes when it's like ice cream cookie sandwich or brownie sandwich, the cookie is frozen really hard and it doesn't work for me. Uh So I would say I think the brownie sandwiches, particularly the one that's called the Gideon, it's a vanilla chocolate covered pretzel ice cream with peanut butter and a peanut butter chip brownie. And it's like the brownie is pull apart tender, even though it's frozen. I just think it's miraculous. Yeah, their engineering is very impressive. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) It's engineering. Yeah. I should also mention that they have a very nice coffee and tea program. They are getting their coffee from Coffee Stamp. Their teas are Big Heart Tea Company. They have some really fun coffee drinks. They also have nitro, but they have a black sesame cream coffee drink, which is cold brew with homemade black sesame cream. So really fun. nice. Um, you know, a little bit of a nutty, toasty kind of flavor to it. Their Just flavors are so creative. So creative. The owners are Sophie Mendelson and Martha Bass. And they just got into making ice cream not very long ago. I want to say it was like essentially a pandemic, you know, kind of endeavor, like so many, uh, you know, folks just trying something new to kind of stay sane. Yeah. <laughs> and they just really have, they, they really knocked it out of the park. They know what they're doing. Okay. That's our hit list this week. Mira, where are you eating next? I'm going to head out to Taqueria Merida, which is part of Take Root Hospitality Group's family of restaurants. They are a seasonal restaurant. Sometimes, I guess during the winter months, they're housed in Winslow's Table in University City at night. And then when the weather warms up, they are on the patio and in partially covered patio area at Vicia in the Central West End. 
and they were our best new restaurant last year. Mm-hmm. I love their food. And I think that one notable thing to mention is that their garden is so beautiful. Mm. And they worked with Custom Foodscaping, mm-hmm. who you're familiar with. Yep. We, they are a local landscaping company and they transform ordinary spaces into beautiful food producing landscapes. It's true. That's what their website says. But in the garden at Taqueria Marita, they have edible like plants everywhere. There's herbs, there's, I think there's vegetables, there oh, might yeah. be fruit. And it's greens. It, it's like a secret, it's like a little secret garden. It's, it's so, so cute. Fun, yeah. I think that the food there is so great. I went a few times last season when they were in the outdoor space. And then I went a couple times during the winter when they were at Winslow's table, but they update their menu. They have a beet taco with a cashew cream on there right now that um, is on my list. Yeah, that's definitely up your alley. You love a cashew cream. I do. (laughs) I do, especially on a taco. What about you? Where are you going next? I'm going to Louie this weekend. It's my husband's birthday next week. And so this will be his birthday dinner. Not that we need an excuse or a special occasion to go to Louie, but in this case, we do have one. And it's been a minute. So I'm very excited. We did a, oh gosh, I don't remember how many reasons. Maybe it was 12 reasons we love Louie. Maybe it was 13. It could have been 13. I think maybe it was 13, lucky 13, which we worked on as the story we did um, last year. We worked on it as a staff and it was, it really came from the heart because we just love the experience and of eating at Louis so much. The hospitality sets the bar for hospitality in town. You really feel known, seen, appreciated, cared for when you eat at Louis. Yes, I would 100% agree with that. I always order like the prosciutto with Parmesan. There's a seasonal version of that with peaches that is done every summer, which I always look forward to, but I love it year round. I don't even know what else we'll order. I love to see what seasonal specials they have. They just do such great stuff with seasonal produce. Yeah, and- they do a great job. And I I just love the atmosphere so much. And like you said, you just feel very cared for. And it just makes you it just makes you want to come back. I would say their broccolini pizza mm-hmm. and then their cauliflower, their fried cauliflower mm-hmm. appetizer are two of my always two of my don't miss dishes yeah those are both very good so we'll see we'll see what what strikes our fancy on saturday when we're there but definitely looking forward to it well that's it for this week thanks for being here we'll see you next time see you next time links and location information to all the restaurants mentioned in this episode can be found in our show notes our audio engineer is alejandro ramirez Additional reporting for this episode was done by Ian Shaw, Michelle Volansky, and Lauren Healy. Find new episodes of The Sauce every Wednesday. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts.